Hey, hockey moms, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. And now a word from tonight's sponsor. Morley's American Grill, East Orvis Street in Messina, is open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Their tavern offers gourmet sandwiches, burgers, and creative salads. Visit their Facebook page for daily specials and fun times, like Margarita Mondays or Pub Quiz Night on Wednesday. Morley's also offers fine dining with classy steaks, seafood, and pasta menu. Stop in and see what everyone's talking about. That's Morley's American Grill, 240 East Orvis Street in Messina. Open seven days a week. Like them on Facebook. Welcome back to another episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club Podcast 20. We have the usual suspects with us here. We have Derek Hitu coming in from Canton, New York. Derek is our all-around sports guru. How are we doing, D-Train? We're doing, boys. And our local nerd on staff, Robbie P. Peters, coming in from Asheville, North Carolina today. Robbie, how are you? What's happening? How are we doing, fellas? And Patrick, Uncle Artie Sullivan in the house, also from Asheville, North Carolina. Patrick, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks, Coach Smith, for coming on. And your host of the show today, Mark the Doctor Morley. We also have my brother, Matt Morley, the head coach at Augensburg Blue Devils, sitting in here listening today. And a special guest today, David Smith from the RPI Engineers. How's it going, Dave? Hey, guys. Going great. Going well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to talk to the Blue Line Hockey Club today. Uh, I'd like to just ask you a little bit about how you got from uh, Arthur, Ontario, to Troy, New York. Wow, that's a, uh, that's, a, that's, a that's a long, long day of answering that question. <laughs> I could go on, but I, I am so proud of my hometown, Arthur. Uh, you know, I grew up playing uh, like double C hockey and uh, went and, you know, give you the cliff note version. We went and played junior hockey in Elmira and then Stratford, junior B, and then went to Ohio State, uh, played four years there and then uh played some pro hockey mostly in the international league but also in the american league and a little bit in the east coast league and then uh got into coaching stops along the way started at miami of ohio bowling green three great years with coach gotkin at mercyhurst and then 12 years as the head coach at canisius i really feel like we made a made a real positive turn with that program and and then just finished the first year at rpi so uh man i love talking about arthur but to give you the the quick version. All right, that's great. That is a long road of hockey there. And um, do you think the assistant years at Miami, Ohio, and Bowling Green, Mercyhurst was that somewhere where you learned how to finesse your recruiting styles? Well, I think what happens is you learn from everybody that you work with. You learn from the people that you come in contact with on the road from other recruiters. You, you. I, I think there's a lot of people that uh, you can take information from and I know I've always tried and you know in, in those conversations you evaluate what works you see young guys come in or at one time you know I was a young guy you come in and you see other guys just doing a good job and you you want to you know steal their their ideas so all the way along um, I've been fortunate to to work with people like you know Buddy Powers at, at Bowling Green is a great man coach God can I learn so much from him that was really uh an excellent time for me as a coach he let me you know he let me fail with some things he let me try some things and um, really helped prepare me to be a, a head coach and then you know you get to be a head coach and again all this recruiting stuff you try stuff you try stuff that works you try stuff that don't work doesn't work and you just move on so it's been uh, uh, really a tribute to the to the people I've worked with that have let me try and fail and try again so it's been uh 
quite a journey. Coach, uh, you know, thanks for thanks for sharing some of that stuff. We, we you know, I, I got to read a little bit about your bio, and you know, something that jumped out at me was about your time at Bowling Green in Miami. And you know, I don't think too many people can say that they recruited two Hobie Baker finalists, four Player of the Years, two Rookie of the Years, twenty-two All League award winners, and three Terry Flanagan award winners for perseverance. That's a you know, a hell of a resume. Well, and, it, it, you know, and I, I, sorry to jump the gun a little bit on it. I, I just, I feel that, you know, the places that I was at, they have so much to offer, right? I thought Miami at the time we had, we had, uh, you know, and it still is there. It's a beautiful campus. It's a, uh, a tremendous education. Um, so you're able to attract quality people. And, and as an assistant at that time, you, you take the directive of the head coach. It's his program. And, um, when you have quality people, again, Buddy Powers, Rick Gotkin, those people to to sell on behalf of a recruiter as along with an institution and a hockey program, I think you see really a, a team effort and a collaboration to to get those top talent and, and the people that can make a difference not only on campus in their four years, but they're great pros and they're great alumni and representatives of an institution. Just it makes the family grow. So um, I think quality attracts quality, and that's what uh, what we were doing. Hey, coach, uh, does that uh, kind of leads into something there at RPI? They're you know undergoing a massive expansion of their athletic facility. Is uh, how much pull did that have on you to get to RPI? Well, you know the um, RPI has tried to stay, and you see it around college hockey. Tried to stay current, and uh, it was part of the discussion um, on the interview that they what can we do just to take a take a step forward here to you know spice up our product a little bit. Let's, let's make a little impact. Um, so it wasn't definitely wasn't the determining factor as much as the big picture of RPI as a commitment to the hockey program and the facilities. And they have continuously invested over the years. We play in a, such a historic barn and, you know, there could be a conversation about, Hey, let's, let's build a new shiny one. And those are great, but what we have is a new is a new shiny old building with history and tradition that um, you know some some great players played in. So let's keep it sharp. And that was more interesting to me was the continuous commitment that RPI has shown to the hockey. You want to talk then a little bit further about this year and uh, expectations for your team and some of the players to to be watching out for? Yeah, uh, you know we had a tough year last year in, in wins and losses and. Um, but I was really proud of our effort. I was proud of the commitment to play the game the right way. I thought we got better as the year went on. And now, you know, now making um, some changes, uh, we, we've got you know, 10 freshmen coming in. All of them are great, right? That's our expectations that uh, you love everything about them. And then we get on day one and we really start the work. We've got three transfers, uh, one from North Dakota, one from Providence, and one from UMass Amherst that I think will really give our roster a boost at Christmas time after they sit out there one year um, suspension or, or transfer regulation rule. And, you know, the returning guys, we've got, uh, you know, Lyndon Marshall in goal had a terrific freshman year, which, you know, he's been to two NHL development camps already, uh, one before his first year, one after his second year with Chicago. Uh, will Riley is a defenseman that, you know, averaged, around 25 minutes a game last year and is an all situations player. He's a Pittsburgh Penguins draft pick. And 
really uh, is very focused on playing the game the right way and doing the right things and is a big, strong, mobile uh, defenseman. Um, up front, Todd Burgess is a fourth-round pick. He, uh, two years ago, he missed the entire season with injuries, and last year he came back and, well, healthy. He, he battled uh, some little tweaks and stuff to, to different parts. Played the last part portion of the season with a broken hand, and I think he's had a tremendous summer and is a fourth-round pick to Ottawa. He's a guy, a guy that we I think can lean on and and look to 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 make a difference. And I would say the last guy really is Jacob Hayhurst. Jacob is a high energy forward. He led our team in scoring last year. He's uh, you know he's dynamic. He's got the ability to change a game. So I think those are some pretty good returning pieces that we can add our incoming guys to. Yeah, I mean, we've been watching, obviously, growing up in Canton, New York, a lot of us, we've all played hockey our whole life. Uh, everybody here has won a state championship at the high school level. But watching the game, watching St. Lawrence play from when we were younger uh, to where where it is now, you you notice such a difference in size. I mean, guys back when we were growing up were so much bigger. The teams were bigger. And now it's just a much faster game with smaller players, really, it seems like. I don't know if that's, uh, you know, just a result of SLU and, you know, not being able to compete, you know, with picking up some of the players at the larger schools like the BUs and the BCs and the Hockey East teams are picking up, but you really notice a difference. It's, it's such a great game. I mean, and I think what, what has changed a lot of it, there's no fighting in the National Hockey League. It makes everybody a little bit tougher all the way down through the ranks, college, major, junior. There's, there's so much less fighting, so there's now more room for skilled play. And yep. coaches have realized that, can't win nothing nothing and you can't scare a goal into the net so let's let's get some talent and let's see what happens yeah coach and you see that um in the ECAC they've really been able to compete um in the NCAAs uh, the last couple of years they've been having um teams making it to the final uh, to the playoffs in the NCAAs have you seen some of the um changes well you've only been there but one year but you know as far as that becoming one of the more dominant conferences opposed to um, the hockey east to the world and, and stuff like that where some of these teams are really starting to be powerhouses in the country well i think you've seen a nice run with union you know winning a national championship i believe the statistic is uh seven teams in the last six years have been in the final four or the frozen four for college hockey and you know we're at rpi we're trying to make that incremental step let's get to the final four of our league if you're in the final four of our league you have a chance to be in the NCAA tournament. If you're in the NCAA tournament, you have a chance to win the national championship. So the, um, that progression is important to us at RPI, but that progression has been important to Steve Hagwell and all of the coaches and players that, that make up the ECAC because you can, uh, you, you, can, you, you can have everything. You get a great education across the board at the ECAC schools. And you have an unbelievable opportunity to win a national championship, as has been shown um, recently. So that's uh, uh, that's a real important selling feature in the recruiting, um, but also, you know, in the in, in on the national scene. I think a lot of people are taking notice of what's happening in the ECAC. Coach, I, so do you have any goals that you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rob. That, that was my question. I, I don't know if you would want to share, you know your you know all your secrets but you know what would be some of your goals you know for for rpi this you know this year well we we, we never want to sell ourselves short and we also don't want to overshoot the, the boundaries i mean we we will talk internally about national championships we will talk about winning every hockey game 
Um, but we also have, you know, measuring sticks along the way, which I've, I've, I've touched on a few of them, which are, let's get into the top half statistically of, of the, the major categories, uh, you know, scoring goals, not giving up goals, things like that, um, power play, penalty kill. Um, ultimately, right now, I think the most important goal we have is to get to the final four of our league. Um, that, to me, is something that uh, RPI feels they, that we can belong there and uh, haven't been there in a little while. And it's something we talk with our players a lot about. So, to me, that's the, that's the next step for us that puts us back in the spotlight of the league and of the country. Well, you know, you, you seem like a, a, a cool guy coach, a, a, an approachable coach, I would say. I, I'm wondering how you think your style of coaching is going to play into, uh, well, tell us about your, your style of coaching and then, you know, how will that help meet or exceed those goals? You know, we do, we do some unique things with our, with our recruitment all the way through graduation. And, um, you know, we uh, do an in-depth personality assessment and uh, with the primary goal is to identify people that share our values, share our mission, if you will. And, and through that process, people learn about each other. So they will learn that there's times that I am extremely approachable and times that I want to have this conversation and, and share. And then there's other times that I, I, got my, I got my blinders on and I'm on a mission. And I'm going to get there. And I think it's important that the, our players recognize that in me, but also that I recognize that in the players. So, sorry about that noise. We got a flyby here where I am up here at uh, fishing camp with Nate Saber, and we had like seven big jet skis just go flying by. But uh, sorry about that. Um, Quite all right. The, that, helps, uh, that helps the fishing. <laughs> yeah. It helps with fishing. Um, where did I leave off, guys? Help me where I left off before those guys. Uh, you, you were just personalities, talking right? You're talking about the personalities. Yes, yes, yes. So what we do is, you know, they need to know that I have different moments, and I need to know that they have different moments. And together, we really put our best foot forward at the right time. You know, when it's time to work, we work, and man, we we push hard, and we demand a lot of each other. When it's time to, to reflect and, and set goals and, and really set our sights on what the next challenge is, then we, we sit quietly and we talk about those things. So um, I think that diversity is important not only for us as coaches, but for the players. So it's, it's been a journey. We work with a group that uh, comes in coaching to connect, and, and they help, help guide our chemistry. They help guide our, our commitment to communication with each other and it, life is a process, and, and building a successful hockey program is a process. So all of those things need to blend together. That sounds like a pretty good philosophy. And, uh, you know, two of us are up here, and uh, actually three of us are up in the North Country, and we'll be able to watch you guys play at Appleton and Shield this year. Um, I guess when we're at Appleton, we'll be wearing red, so we can't say that we're not cheering for you guys at RPI. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's going to be exciting to watch uh, RPI play this year. We think you're going to be able to – turn that program around and I'm sure that's you've had a extensive um, no interview process at, at uh, RPI <laughs> somebody was telling us that you had like 170 applicants on on that uh, that job listing so you seem to beat out a lot of people even uh, even Rob did you apply for that job I was uh, the 3000 applicant. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're in the you're in the top third of coaches, then. Good for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> all a matter of perspective, Rob. You were right there. I I do have mini might experience, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Sure. The, the process at RPI and and uh, the the history of hockey at RPI, the elite education that's there. Um, you know, I, I've had coaches say say to me before, good friends of mine. You know, when when these jobs open up, um, a lot of people apply for them. But some people still stay away because it's it's easier potentially to go to a program that is on a roll, that's on a mission. And um, what we did at Canisius, and and none of this stuff is done alone, right? It's great assistant coaches, it's great administration right from the president of any university on the way down. What I saw at RPI was a chance to do something I had done before, but to a greater magnitude. Um, you know, two national championships at RPI. Uh, and I think a lot of other people saw that opportunity as well, whether it was 170 or 50. I just, I'm grateful that uh, they've entrusted the program to me and my vision. And, and my vision is very high for what we can do. So it's been, it's been a tremendous journey, but the people all around me and all around the hockey program at RPI love it and want to see nothing but success. So that's what we're digging in for. Well, we really, uh, you know, appreciate you coming on and taking your time, especially with uh, the second round of uh, recording we had to do. Um, so, you know, good luck fishing, pull out a monster or a couple of them if you can. Well, I appreciate that again. I, I, I told my, uh, my nephew who's 21 up here, Nate Sabrin, and he, He's the the self-proclaimed fishing guru that we were taking a run at him today. So we've been out a uh, couple times, a couple pike, a uh, couple bass, and we're just getting warmed up, ready to go again. A lot of fishing on uh, really this is the last go-round for the summer in fishing before uh, guys come back. And, you know, the, the rubber meets the road for our hockey guys. But uh, I appreciate what you guys are doing and giving me a chance to talk about RPI and hockey and a little bit about my journey and, uh, you know, look forward to following you guys more. Yeah, it was great having you on, Coach. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it very much. All right, guys. All the best. Enjoy the day. Thanks. You all right, too. take care. Bye for now. Hey, Smith coming in from uh, Ontario, Canada today, RPI's head coach uh, coming in. He's got his second season coming in at uh, RPI this season. So uh, hope to see good things out of him. He was at Canisius um, the year prior to, to last, and he was – able to bring uh, Canisius to Atlantic Hockey title for the first time and also an NCAA tournament appearance in 2013. So he was also the coach of the year honors 2016-17 uh, there. So look for good things to come out of RPI in the upcoming season. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he really does like seem a, like a, a player's coach, uh, an approachable guy. Yeah, he's a guy. humble guy. Humble guy, yeah. I don't know, Mark, if, if you probably didn't run into that at uh, UMass, but uh, – I know for me, I had zero communication with my coaches. Part of that was my fault, and I assume part of that's their fault. But I feel like that guy was approachable, and I could have at least talked to, you know, talk to him. Yeah, it seems like he's really quick to kind of, you know, pass off, you know, some of his success that he's had to others that surround him, which, which obviously it makes kind of makes up who he is, obviously. But uh, for him to get where he's gotten and to be chosen, you know, at a university like that, uh, he's obviously. Uh, a lot going on so yeah we wish him the best of luck we're obviously you know best of luck except for again st lawrence but um you know good luck coach dave smith yeah these d1 coaches um you know like you talk about being an approachable guy 
you know, they're not only helping them mold into hockey players for the future, but, um, you know, these guys are coming in at 18 years old, some of them, you know, a little older in the hockey world, 2021, 20, but, you know, they're still young players. Some of them leaving their homes for the first time, getting away from their parents. So he's also helping mold these players as uh, people and as, as, you know, young hockey players and helping them develop into, um, you know, great people in, in society. And, you know, that's part of the job at, at that level in college. You're, you're not just a coach, but you're also a mentor to these kids and, you know, trying to teach them the ways to live their life and make the right choices and, and things like that to be successful. Decision-making so. habits is, is helpful. Well, I think, I think what we've seen, too, I mean, no matter who we've talked to, whether it be, you know, elite NHL-level players, college coaches, uh, anybody involved in the game, it seems like everybody's really down to earth. And I think that's what draws a lot of people to hockey, and that's what hockey guys in general are, you know, and gals. And, you know, they're just down-to-earth people that uh, aren't afraid to work. Yeah, so uh, we have an exciting week coming up next week. We have Brandon Decker coming on, a um, uh, member of the USA gold medal winning women's team. So um, she's also playing in Boston now for the WH NHL, I believe it's called. So we'll be able a little insight on how that league is uh, forming and, and going along there. And a little bit about the Olympics from her standpoint. So that should be a good interview next Wednesday. So don't forget to tune in to Blue Line Hockey Club next week. Also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, don't forget to share our Facebook posts and retweet us on, on Twitter as well. You can get on Blue Line Hockey Club, check out what's going on there. We also are going to be starting up a fantasy league for football and for the NHL season coming up fairly shortly as well. So if you want to get in on that and uh, try to compete with some of the, the best out there, you know, I'm probably better than these guys, but, you know. Get onto our website, check us out. We'll be having a link for our fantasy teams and, and uh, have a little fun with it. Nice job. So until next time, folks, keep your stick on the ice. See ya. We know. We know. Keep your head up. See ya. Sweet old.